Good day, everybody. This is Sarah Desmore, and this is the Moms on the Grind podcast. Welcome. Okay, I remember reading this book called The One Thing. Great book, by the way. And I remember Gary Keller saying that something along the lines of balance doesn't exist. I kind of see where he's coming from with that. I mean, what the heck is balance anyway? Is it like being perfectly aligned with your entire life, with everything working perfectly, with your relationships and your career and your family, with everything being perfectly in sync? So at first, I wanted to name the episode Five Things That Make Me Balance. But since I agree with Gary Keller on the fact that the whole balance thing is kind of a weird concept, I decided to rename this podcast episode Five Things That Help Me Keep My Sanity. In episode one, I spoke about how one of my biggest challenges as a self-employed mom on the grind is time management, but I'll also have to add that I have another challenge, which is discipline. So I'm working so much on my discipline, I had to print it out in bold letters, like in a huge print, and put it in front of my desk so I can have it as a reminder every single day day. I consistently have to make major sacrifices to help me with discipline and to figure this whole time management thing out. Because let's face it, when you have kids, you never have enough time and there are not enough hours during the day. Trust me, even if you have a day that goes really, really, really well, at the end of the day, you're just dead. You're like exhausted and you're like, yeah, I wish I had two additional hours. So With time, I was able to develop a few techniques, a few things that helped me keep my head up and also helped me with the whole, um, not just like work things, but with social life and with family life, because let's face it, I can't just work and take care of my daughter. I also have to, you know, have relationship with friends and go out and have a little bit of fun. So when I work over 70 hours a week, And I also raise a little human being. And my daughter, Eva, I want to raise her to be a good person. I want to raise her to be polite. I want to raise her to be, you know, to just to be a good human being in general. So that's also, that takes a lot of work and it's a lot of repetition and it can be draining. So another thing that I wanted to add before that is that I am self-employed and a lot of times I hear people say, oh, you know, you're so lucky to be self-employed, like I'm tired of my nine to five. Guess what? When you're self-employed, there's no clocking out. Like from nine, I don't just go to work from like nine to five and then I'm done. Five o'clock, I just come home and I don't have to think about about work or anything like that. In fact, when I get home at like five o'clock, that's when most of my clients get off of work. So that's when they have clients. They might email me. They might text me about things. So I don't really clock out. I mean, there are times like I try to, you know, I go to sleep, I have to shower and everything, but I do work a lot. You know, I can work weekends, I work, I can work nights. So it's a lot of work, guys. So when you're working this much and when you you raise a child and when you want to make sure that, you know, that you still have a life, you have to figure out kind of like tips and tricks so that your head doesn't completely blow. So here are five things that I found that really helped me. Okay, the first thing is morning routine, okay? So, morning routine, guys. Most millionaires have a morning routine and wake up before 6 a.m. So if you read a lot, if you read Forbes, if you read Business Insider, there's hundreds of articles where they interview millionaires and the common denominator is often that 
they wake up very early before 6 a.m. Okay, so I found it to be a common denominator, etc. But when it came to me, I was like, there's no way I can wake up before 6 a.m. unless I have a flight to catch. Honestly, that was my mindset. I'm like, there's no way. That's great for other people, but not me. That was my mindset. I was stuck on it, especially with a kid waking up around 6, 30, 7 o'clock. My daughter was the one who was waking me up, okay? So a few years back, one of my team leaders gifted me a book named The Miracle Morning by this author named Hal Elrod. So I already knew about it. I'm sorry, I already knew about that author because I had read a book called The Seven Levels of Communication, which is one of my ultimate favorite books uh, for business. It shows you how to, you know, get business while networking with people. So anyways, I saw it was the same author, but I'm not going to lie. I giggled and laughed and laughed and laughed and thought, yeah, right. Okay, there's no way. Like, they're so funny. They even wrote a book about it. I giggled. I found it funny. So anyways, out of respect for the book, because I respect books, I'm a bookworm. I'm a bookworm. I'm sorry. I love reading. I'm like, let me just give it a try. See what this whole thing is all about. So I read it the first time again, out of respect, and I couldn't even finish it. I don't even think I could read like a quarter of the book. I was like, this is total BS. People are absolutely nuts. So I gave it a second try. I remember like running out of books to read and I just kept looking at it because I I left it next to my bed and every day I was just looking at it. I just never read it. So a couple of months went by. So I read it a second time. I was like, ah, this is not, you know, like I I get where they're going. I get where they're going. I see what they're doing. You know, Um, I get it. The story's pretty cool. And mind you, there's the book Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents. There's just a regular Uh, The Miracle Morning book. There's another one called Miracle Morning for Entrepreneurs. Uh, Just go on Amazon. You'll see all of them. But the one I had was The Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents. So yeah, second time I read it, I'm like, this is pretty cool, you know? And in this book, there's a whole 30-day challenge where you have to, you know, wake up early for 30 days in a row and do these things that the book talks about. I'll talk about it in a minute. But Yeah, I tried to do it, and then I couldn't even last three days. Like, I remember even the second day, I was like, yep, that's it. That's not me. That's not for me. It doesn't work. So again, I'm very hard-headed. I'm like, okay, I read this book. I couldn't do it. And I'm the type of girl I love challenges. Like, even when the little voice in my head tells me that I can't do something, I tell the little voice back, like, you're crazy. I'm about to do this just to show you. Anyways, that's how much, like, I love challenging myself. I love when, you know, when I'm underestimated or when something doesn't work out and I get a second chance. So probably like a year went by, probably like over a year, and I read it a third time. And this time I challenged myself to do the entire 30 days. So what I did, I even printed out like a blank calendar, uh, which I put on my fridge. And every time I would do it, I would put an X on it. Okay. I even joined the Facebook group. They have a, the secret, the secret Facebook group, uh, for, I think it's called a miracle morning, something, something you can find it on Facebook. You can ask to join it, request to join it. It's pretty cool. So, you know, I joined the group for accountability because when you put the calendar on your fridge and every single morning you see it, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, I want to, I need to put an X on it. I need to do the 30 days. And at the end of the 30 days, I put like the 30 in big with like stars around it, et cetera, to be like, you know, a huge accomplishment. 
So I did the challenge. I did the entire 30 days and it completely changed my life. I cannot even begin to tell you what having a morning routine did to like my entire soul. Like it changed my mood. It changed my career. It changed my discipline. It's just, it's crazy. I now start my days on such a better note. So to this day, I still do the miracle morning probably, well, almost every single day for sure. There's weekends, there's times that I wake up later. And what's crazy is that even when I wake up a little bit later, I still do some of the elements of the miracle morning. So what is the whole miracle morning? What do they talk about in the book? So there's a whole thing called savers. And again, Hal Elrod, props to you. Thank you guys. Go out there and read the book. It's amazing. So there's a whole thing called savers. So each letter stands for something. So for savers, S is for silence. A is for affirmations. V, visualization. E, exercise. R, read. S is scribbling or like journaling. So I have a few tools that help me. I don't do all of these things in a particular order. Um, you know, some days I, I might do affirmations before I do journaling or whatever, but I found a couple of apps that help me with the whole thing. So, so some of the tools that help me, one of the things uh, that I use is called a five minute journal. So it's this really, really cool journal that you can buy on Amazon. And I actually use the app when I'm traveling. So I think the journal, the journal is like $20 on Amazon and the app is like, maybe like $5 on iTunes and everything. So I use the app when I'm traveling because I'm old school. I really like to write things down with a pen on a piece of paper. I feel like I remember things better that way. So I use the five-minute journal. So what the five-minute journal is, like each page has like a quote on top. You have to put the date. And then you have to write three things that you're grateful for. And then you write three ways that you're going to make your day better or three things that can make you know, your day great, right? Like you can say, for example, you know, if, you know, I drink all my water today, for example, and then you have to write down one affirmation. So it's pretty cool if you want to do some journal, some journaling, but you're short on time. So this takes, you know, it's the name five minute journal. It takes less than five minutes. Another thing that really helps me is an app called Headspace for meditation. I used to think meditation was for crazy people. I'm like, yeah, like I couldn't even meditate for like 30 seconds without thinking about a million things, but uh, the app Headspace really helped me uh, meditate. It, that's another thing that helped me change my life. Even when I feel stressed out, sometimes I'll just stop and I'll pause and I'll just meditate, even if it's in my car. So what I like about the app Headspace, and I'm not paid to talk about these ads or anything, but the app Headspace, there is a guided meditation and the guy has an Australian accent I don't know what it is about the accent, but it calms me down. So he'll guide you. He'll tell you what to think of. He'll even let you know that it's okay to have like different thoughts that come in. Anyways, I strongly suggest the app. I think that they have like a free trial. You have to pay for it, but the return on investment is so much bigger. Another thing that I use, I have a huge vision board. Last year, I did a vision board party at the end of the year where I invited a bunch of my friends and we created our vision board for the year. So every day, you know, I look at my vision board and that's what I help. That's what I use uh, for visualization. I picture myself already having these things, already accomplishing what is on the vision board. Another thing that helps is an app called Yoga Studio, the Yoga Studio app. 
So I really, really like to work out, but there's some mornings like I can't really go to the gym because who's going to stay with my daughter? So a lot of times what I, what I do, I'll do like 10 minutes of yoga. So that's kind of like my exercise with the whole miracle morning. So the yoga studio app is great. So I have an iPad. I just put it on and there's, they have short yoga session. Uh, some of their sessions are as short as 10 minutes. Some of them are like 15 minutes. I usually do the 10 or 15 minutes one because I'm short on time. I only have about like an hour and a half, two hours to do the entire miracle morning and I don't want to be rushed into it. So yeah, I do a little bit of yoga. Another thing that helps me, I have a journal from Marshalls. It's super cheap. You can find a really cool journal if you want to, you know, be like me and be old school. I love the Bible app for reading. I love the HuffPost app, uh, the New York Times app. I mean, I just love different things to read. So, you know, with the whole savers, you have to read, but I didn't limit myself to just reading books, right? Because although I love reading, I really do also like reading at night. So in the morning, I might read a book. I might read an article. I might read a newspaper. I might just read the Bible. So these are things that really help me. So again, going back to exercise, I've tried different things. So I love going to the gym. I can always go in the morning. Um, sometimes my sister can come over and she'll literally sleep in my bed while I go to the gym at 5.30 a.m., which I actually, I personally prefer going to the gym really early in the morning. I feel like my day starts off on such a better note and then I'm done with my workout, right? But most of the time, I have to drop my daughter off at school and then, and then go to the gym and then I'll get ready to, you know, to start my day. So another thing, the other day when I went to the gym, one of the moms um, at my daughter's school, I saw her, I'm like, hey girl, what's up? And I know she's a single mom too. And I'm like, hey, what do you do in the morning? Like, girl, tell me your secret. And she tells me, she actually has a babysitter come in the morning so she can go to the gym because she doesn't have as much help. So I think I'm like, you know what? When you're when there's a will, there's a way. So you figure things out, okay? So most times I just end up working out later, like I said, but no later than like 8.30 a.m. or like 9 a.m. Because if I'm like, oh, I'm going to work out later during the day, guess what happens? I don't work out at all. So also to thank you for listening to this podcast, I'll be giving away a journal. Look at our Instagram for the instructions on that. The second thing that really helps me, and I cringe every time I say it because it took me a long time to master, it is time blocking and using a calendar. I basically have to look at my calendar for every single thing in my life, including going to pick up my daughter at school, including a nail appointment, including even going to bed and waking up in the morning. I put everything down in my calendar. I once read a quote that says, if it's not in your calendar, it doesn't exist. So it's only after missing appointments, missing birthday parties, missing lunches, missing appointments with clients, skipping showings by accident, that I realized, you know what? Maybe I should be using a calendar, right? Wouldn't that be a great idea? <laughs> yeah, I like, I really flaked out by accident because I just couldn't deal with the timer. I would forget things. So I used the Google Calendar just because it syncs with my phone, with my email, with all of my devices. And I love the whole color coding thing, meaning that I'll put, you know, I'll put things in green, I'll put, put things in different colors, I'll talk to you about it after. So time blocking, 
using a calendar, again, another thing that changed my life. I'm more organized. I also get reminders. I also get reminders for little things. Let's say I'll put something in my calendar. I can put a reminder like maybe 30, 45 minutes before that so that even if I forgot about it, I have time to get from point A to point B. So I time block the miracle morning. I also time block prospecting for work. So like a traditional calendar doesn't work for me because the book can't send me a reminder. There's people that swear by having just a calendar book and just following it that way. That's great. But for me, I'm a millennial. I'm a tech person. I have an iPhone, iPad, MacBook. Like I, I I even wish my car could talk to me. I mean, if my car could send me reminders, I mean, that would be next level. If you guys know any cars that send reminders, let me know. Maybe I'll look for it. (laughs) Maybe that'll be my next car. But yeah, only those devices can send me reminders, which I really, 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 really need. And it can send you like alert reminders and it can send you email reminders. You can invite people. Another thing I like with the Google Calendar app is that when you put the address to an appointment, it'll sync with your Waze or with your Google Maps to send you the directions. And it'll tell you how long it'll take you to get there when it sends you the reminder. Pretty cool. So another thing is the gym I go to is Equinox. And what I like with the Equinox app is that I can schedule classes on their app and also get reminders. And it's also synced with my calendar. So just everything works out. Not perfectly, but almost perfectly. Thank God. I also ask everyone, friends, family members, etc., to send me calendar invites for everything. You want to go for happy hour? Great. I'm free send me a calendar invite because if you don't send me a calendar invite, I might go back home, put my PJs and watch American Horror Horror Story. And then when you're like, hey girl, where are you? There's no way I'm getting dressed again and coming back to the happy hour. So if you want to make sure that I'm going to show up somewhere or even like answer a phone call or a conference call, I need a calendar invite. So I think that I named the disease. Okay, you guys are going to laugh. I named the disease the mom's unconscious Alzheimer. So I suffer from mom's unconscious Alzheimer. So yeah, I color code my calendar. I put anything that's work related, I'll put it in green. Things that are at home, I'll put them in blue, for example. So when I know that something is blue, or let's say I work with my transaction coordinator with an assistant, I'll tell her, you know, everything that's in red, which is like a very important personal appointment, I'll be like, listen, you can't move that appointment. So I also put business lunches, et cetera, et cetera. So I also synced my Facebook contacts with my calendar. So I also get birthday reminders for, for everyone, which is pretty cool because one thing that we often forget are birthdays. And I really like to call people or even send a text message for, for people's birthdays. So I find it pretty cool that it sends me reminders for that. So yeah, number two. Time blocking, using a calendar, it's annoying as heck, but it's like a habit. Like you start doing it at first and you're, you know, you think it's a bit weird and difficult and, but once you really start getting into it and calendaring, it becomes your entire life. Number three is delegation. This is my favorite thing ever. I love delegating. I'm not afraid to do it. If I realize that anything like is going to take my time in a way that I don't want it to take my time, I'll delegate it if I can. You know, I've had situations where I have no choice to take care of things myself, but most of the times, if I can afford it, I delegate it. 
I'll delegate everything I can from getting a cleaning lady to hiring a transaction coordinator for every transaction in order to avoid paperwork. The only thing I have trouble delegating, and I told, told you guys that in my last podcast, is getting a babysitter. I don't know why. I just, I don't, maybe I haven't found the one. Maybe I haven't found that one babysitter that blows my mind. I'm still looking for her. So if you have any suggestions in Miami, let me know. But yeah, I haven't found a babysitter, so I'm not delegating that yet. Anyway, I am 31 years old. I'm about to be 32 years old in December. I know what I'm good at. I know what I suck at. I can't lie to myself. I can't be like, oh yeah, I love doing paperwork. Oh yeah, paper. No. I suck at paperwork. Like, I can't even lie to you about it. I also know how much I'm worth per hour. So, speaking of paperwork, since I suck so much at doing paperwork, it's actually my least favorite thing to do in business. I've had to stop on the side of the road back in the day to pull my laptop out in order to write and send an addendum for a client to, for a client to sign electronically. And I had to wait until the client signed it sent it back to me for me to send it back to the other party. And let me tell you, how much time did I waste? Probably like an hour, an hour, 15 minutes doing all of that for me. I'm just, no, 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 no. If I can find someone else to do that for me, it's so much better. So annoying. It's so not me. I'm really, really good in sales. I'm a salesperson. I'm not good in paperwork. So hiring a transaction coordinator who takes care of all the paperwork once I'm under contract, it made my life so much easier. Things that I would spend hours doing, she can do for me so that I can focus on what I'm good at, sales. And the transaction coordinator is actually really good at paperwork. So she actually enjoys doing these things. She does it with a smile. Like even when she sends out emails, I can feel the smile in her email. Like this is her calling. She loves doing it. Great. Girl, you take care of it. I'll take care of sales. I know what I, like I said, I know what I'm good at. I know what I suck at. Another thing is that I spoke about before, cleaning. I don't mind cleaning I actually like to have a clean house and everything, but it can take me hours to clean my house because try to imagine that. I have my daughter, we're playing, I'm cleaning, then she's hungry, then I have to cook, then I stop the cleaning, and then we start hanging out, and then we start watching a movie, and then my phone rings, and then I pick up my phone, and then I hang up the phone, and then I start cleaning again. So just, you know, it could probably take me hours and hours and hours, an entire day, an entire day and a half to clean. So... What I do, I get a cleaning lady to come and she saves me a lot of time. So the way I see it, let's say, for example, you're worth $100 an hour. That's just like a ball, just like a number, just like that, okay? Imagine that you end up spending four or five hours cleaning your house. That's $500 lost. A cleaning lady is like $80 to $100, well, at least in Miami, and she's there for a couple of hours cleaning your house and she does a better job than you do. Well, the one that I found does a better job than me. So I can spend all of those four or five hours working and actually doing sales. Or I can spend those four or five hours hanging out with Eva, going to the park, doing an activity, not worrying about cleaning my house. And when we come back, the house is super clean. It's absolutely beautiful. It's perfect. Okay. So I also have a small team for work. I have a guy on my team. His name is Dan. I also have a couple of other realtors that can help me. Let's say I go on vacation or if I'm out of town, I have a couple of realtors that I really trust to help me with showings, to help me with work and everything. So another thing is I'll order things online on Amazon before I go around shopping at the mall and wasting time. 
Amazon does the shopping for me, right? Let's say I like a book and I ordered a book. When I go back on Amazon, it'll suggest me a bunch of other similar books. So it does the shopping for you. So my next step when it comes to delegation, I actually want to start ordering groceries online. The only thing is I really like Trader Joe's, but I don't think that they're part of the whole service with Instacart. Anyways, I have to check for it. I love delegating. It's made my life easier. It keeps making my life easier. It helps me keep my sanity. It helps me spend more quality time with my daughter, even with people around me, with my friends, with my family. Just delegating is the best thing ever. If you're afraid to delegate, try it, and then we'll talk about it later. The fourth thing that helps me keep my sanity is working out. That's another fave. Working out is actually a hobby for me, and it absolutely helps me keep my sanity. It does so much to my brain. It does so much to my sleep. You guys, I, I just love working out. So did you know, and I found this, of course, on Dr. Google, regular exercise can have a profoundly positive impact on depression, anxiety, ADHD, and more. It also relieves stress, improves memory, helps you sleep better, I can testify to that, and boost overall mood. Regular exercise can have a profoundly positive impact on your entire life as a whole. I totally agree with that because when I have moments where I don't work out, I don't sleep well, I feel depressed, I don't eat as good, I'm like moody, it's, it's my entire mood changes. So when I don't work out, I feel like my whole life is out of line. And I also feel that way when I don't make my bed in the morning. It's, that's something else. But anyways, when I don't work out, things are just not working out in my entire life. So, you know, I went to the gym for a really long time. Then at one point, I start, worked out at home. And then just recently, I started going back to the gym again. Because, you know, working out at home was really fine. It was great. I had a really good workout. But I felt like I didn't work as hard. Maybe because I was used to going to the gym. But anyway, I, went, I started going back to the gym again. So although I still work out at the gym, I still do yoga a couple of times a week because I've worked out so much in my life that my body is extremely stiff. And I feel like yoga really helps me with flexibility and stretching and everything. So my body and my brain thank me when I work out. So it makes me feel better and it also makes me look better. I feel more confident. I feel sexier. I like the effect that it has on my body. I like, you know, being able to wear a bikini. I like being able to, I like being able to just see the results of my hard work on my body. So another thing is I'm not a runner. You guys, if you follow me on social media, you probably saw that I ran a 5K last year. I actually had to practice for that 5K and my knee hurt me for about six months after that. I had to take like glucosamine. Am I saying it right? Glucosamine. I, I know how to say it in French, but I also had to take collagen because of my knee. And if you're a runner or if you're a cardio person, that's great for you. You know, you find what workout works for you. For me, running, I didn't like what effect it did on my body, but you do what works for you. I know people that go to Zumba four times a week. I know people that do boxing. I know people that go rollerblading or jog or, you know, do power walks with their friends. You can find the workout that works for you. Maybe just working out 15, 20 minutes at home is what works for you. Maybe just doing some sit-ups or even just doing an activity. 
right? You can find, and I know people that like to do, um, what's it called? They, they like to go out and play tennis with their friends or soccer, whatever it is, make sure that you get a workout in. I feel like when you have a child and you're a mom on the grind and you're working and you're taking care of your child, working out just helps, just, I don't know, it just helps the whole thing. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel like a sexy mom. I had like I could rave about the benefits for hours, but you guys already know that working out is really good, not just for your body, but for your health and for your mind. So I love the results. Working out also helps me with discipline. You know how at the beginning I said that I have trouble with discipline? When I work out and I know that I work out and I calendared it, I color coded it, it helps me because if I know I have to work out four days a week, I have to get it done. So my favorite workouts are weight training. My favorite workout classes at Equinox are boxing. I love boxing boot camp. I love going once in a while. I like going to a cycling class just because I find it really, really fun. I also like doing Zumba once in a while. So again, I love yoga too. I'll do it at home. I might do it at the gym as well. So I mentioned it before. So if you want to try yoga at home, I love the Yoga Studio app. And one little thing that I wanted to add, when my daughter was going through her terrible twos, which for me, it wasn't just a year, it lasted like two years, I started making her do yoga with me because on the Yoga Studio app, they have like beginner, beginner, 10 minute sessions. So I bought her a yoga mat and would have her do the, the little sessions with me. And guys, I kid you not, it really helped her with her terrible twos. Like she was more calm. I would do it a couple of times a week. Of, uh, sorry. I would do it a couple of times during the week with her. And even to this day, she will ask me to do yoga. Even when she's having a tantrum, I'll look at her in the eye and just be like, breathe. And she'll know how to breathe. She knows how to do yoga moves. So if you have a kid going through their terrible twos, you could try doing yoga with them. It really helped. It keeps helping me and hopefully, you know, later on in her life, she'll continue doing it because the benefits are endless. Okay, my final thing that helps me keep my sanity, number five, is going out, either with my daughter, with my family or friends, aka having a social life. Guys, we have to have fun sometimes. We can't only work. We can't only just take care of our kids. You know, we can't just work, take care of kids, work, take care of kids. We need to have fun. We need to, I mean, we, we need to giggle. We need to like laugh nonstop and to dance and to, to do things that we like. Even if it means going to a museum, we have to do things that have nothing to do with like home life or with work life. So I had to get rid of the whole going out guilt that I've had for such a long time, the whole, oh my God, I'm such a bad mom because I'm having so much fun and because I'm tipsy and I had a couple of beers. No, it's totally normal. We need it. Like we need wine. Like I'll be at home. There's days that I'm at home and I just pour myself a glass of wine because I'm like, there's no way that this is life. This is so crazy. So if anybody also makes you feel guilty for, you know, wanting to maybe go out and have a little fun or doing activities, X them out because that's not how it is. In real life, we need to have fun, okay? So nothing makes you feel better than putting on a cute outfit, makeup, and going out to dinner or dancing. Or on Sundays, I really like to go to this thing called the, Win the Winwood Yard, which is great for, you know, people with kids. They have food trucks. They have music. I'll bring Eva there. It's so much fun, guys. So 
it's so important to have a social life. Another thing that I really like to do in terms of social life, I like to do happy hour because it's another favorite of mine because I can still get my sleep. I just spoke about the whole miracle morning that I do. So, you know, coming home at midnight, 1 a.m., it's kind of difficult, especially when you have a kid, because your kid doesn't care that you went out or not. Like, even if you come home at 3 a.m., you're my, I don't know for, about you guys, but my daughter, no matter what, she will wake up at 7 a.m. She doesn't care that I'm tired. She doesn't care that I went out or anything. I really like happy hour for that reason, because I get to come home before like 9 o'clock. I can, you know, have enough time to drink my little water, to eat my little food, to avoid the hangover the next day. So yeah, I really, really like to do happy hour. And there's times that, you know, I can't go out, something happens, you know, that makes it so that I have to stay home. Guess what I do? I just invite people over. You know, I have a pool. I like to, to just have people here. So find what it is that you like to do. It could be you know, doing a painting with a twist class. It must, it could be, you know, playing a sport with your friends. You have to have like a social life and have friends and hang out with these friends. Anyways, I know that for me, it really helps me keep my sanity. So one thing that I'm going to do every time I do a solo episode, I'm going to talk about my win of the week, personal and kid wise. And I'm also going to share with you guys something that I really need to work on. So my win of the week, personally, I was able to wakeboard behind a boat, guys, not with the boots or anything to actually go on a surfboard and wakeboard behind a boat. It's a huge accomplishment for me because it took me about 10 times to actually get it. I would just be in the water and then the boat would start and then I would think that I would get it and then boom, I would just fall in the water and then the wave would come in my face. I probably have water in my brain or like water inside of me. Like just from that day, I tried to wakeboard. But once I got it, it was so much fun. It was great. It's an accomplishment that has nothing to do with work or with family. It's just this this thing that I was like, you know what? I want to try wakeboarding. I want to be able to just get up on a surfboard and get it done. So I'm really, really happy I did it. And guys, if you want video evidence, if you don't believe me, just message me and I'll send you the video, okay? <laughs> okay, my win of the week, kid-wise. So my daughter is pretty freaking awesome. She's like a little lady. She's like a 17-year-old. She's a very wise person. She's like a, she's an old soul. So can you believe that she can now do the whole process from brushing her teeth, showering, showering, to putting lotion and then putting her clothes, all of that by herself without me. I still have to turn on the shower for her, you know, which I do while she's brushing her teeth. And sometimes she'll put her shoes the wrong way, but holy cow, she's four and a half and she can do the whole process from brushing her teeth to putting her clothes on. I'm super proud of her. And the fact that I don't have to force her to do it, she actually wants to do it all by herself. She's, I'm telling you, she's like this little lady. She's like this little grown up. It's crazy. Things that I need to work on. So personally, I need to get better at following up and staying in touch with people. Not just for business, but with friends as well. Sometimes we get so busy and I don't think that's an excuse. So if you're a friend and you haven't heard from me as much, I'm really, really sorry. I need to work on that. Give me some time. I'm trying to figure out ways to stay in better, to better stay in touch with my friends, especially with my amazing friends that I have back in Canada. I feel like we don't talk enough and I want to change that. So kid-wise, 
I need to be more present. My daughter loves to talk. She talks a lot. And sometimes I'm not always 100% focused on what she's telling me. I really want to be able to listen more when she talks. And that's not just for kid-wise, but with people in general. So I want to be the type of person who's more present. I was reading the book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And that's a huge thing that they talk about in the book. It's just listening and being present. So I'm working on that, guys. So thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope that this was really helpful. If you guys have any tips or tricks or things that help you keep your sanity, please message me and share them with me. And, you know, I'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This is my second solo episode, and I'm really happy that you guys are listening to this podcast. Have a great day, a great weekend, whatever, whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on social media. It's at Moms on the Grind on Instagram. And you can DM me. You can also email us your ideas at info at momsonthegrind.com. Thank you. Bye-bye.